If you actually pulled into your inner resources that can push you down that next 10%, the next 20%, like we're all capable of so much more. Welcome to the Adversity to Advantage podcast. I'm Petra Belzebor, and this is the place to discuss tips, tricks, and hacks to build your resilience through your worst rock bottoms and get you to a place of success. I'll be interviewing people from all walks of life, professionals, individuals who've been through their own adversity, and allow them to share their authentic and real life stories, opinions, and ideas about how to utilize our worst rock bottoms and allow them to catapult us into success. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, I want to do a short, I always say that, right? A short podcast discussion just on like energy and respecting the hustle. Someone that I mentored like over a year ago kind of has seen stuff that I've been doing online and has been interested and reconnected and was like, dude, how do you keep up your energy? Like, where's your energy coming from? How do you like put out so much? stuff and I wear so many different hats and it's just you and such a kind of short space of time and how do you how do you keep the hustle alive and I thought it's important for for me to talk about this topic because my recent posts have been a bit about a balance learning to switch off that the hustle relentlessly for almost two years now has had an impact on my my physical health not in any sort of drastic way but just in the kind of, you know, the aches and pains and the stress palpitations and this kind of skin breakout. So I guess that, I mean, that's not drastic, drastic, right? But it could be if I didn't check the, that stress level and how I was processing it, how I was allowing my body to process it uh, over time. And there's two sides to this coin because it's personal. And I like the hustle. I, I like the hustle, I like the buzz, I like producing, I feel privileged every day to be working on something that matters to me. I feel proud that uh, I've been able to uh, sort of build something to, to the point that it's at. There's a long way to go, but I've, I've certainly built a little bit of, of momentum. I made the grave mistake of trying to do this recording with summer holidays still on. I thought, let me walk in a park so you don't hear cars, but uh, you might hear children and I'm gonna suggest that that might be worse. So I'm gonna go, <laughs> go back on the street and, and walk, uh, bear with me. And so, well, first, the first thing I said to, to my friend was you're seeing the results and the momentum sort of in the last four months, things have, uh, have just kind of blown up a little bit and the, the momentum is a, bit, is a bit more consistent. So, so there's more of me out there and more visible because of that, but that's the result of you know, 18 months of the silent hustle, right? Ooh, quiet street. So that's the result of like 18 months, almost two years of hustle. And, and when I say hustle, I just mean those moments of like self-doubt, the moments of, of, of putting things out or going for those, those, those coffees, meeting with people and relationship building stuff with literally no guarantee. And there's never a guarantee but no guarantee on any kind of outcome based on the amount of effort being put in. So putting the effort in, not knowing if there's gonna be any return on investment to the point of, obviously there's always an ROI for learning and developing ourselves. And that attitude helps, first of all, because there's no lost cause. It's like, no matter what we do and how we put ourselves out there, there's always an ROI. 
However, is it going to be an ROI of being able to survive financially and build something financially? And that's always kind of a different question. And so the moments of self-doubt, the moments of loneliness, I have talked about this uh, in, in other bits of content, but the moments of like, fuck, am I cut out for this? Like total questioning of like, is this, is, is this what I want? Like, I, I never even set out to create a business. Like, I don't think I grew up going, well, not that I had the context to grow up thinking anything <laughs> rational, really, but in a way, my, my kind of hippie nomadic lifestyle sort of set me up in a way for the, the entrepreneurial kind of hustle. But questioning, am I cut out for this? And is this the dream? Like, is this the dream? Like, I never set out to, to be like, I want to build a business in order to be like so-and-so or run my own company or empire or whatever. Like, that was never the thing. I was just in jobs where I consistently felt bored and frustrated. And like I would spend a year or two, the, the, the time uh, shortened. So it used to be three years at a job where I'd be a bit like, oh, I think I've learned everything that I can learn within this situation. And I'm kind of done. Like I'm, I'm done here. I'm, I'm restless. I'm going to be, I'm on repeat now. And that's fucking annoying. And so then I look for another job, right? Or I orchestrate things so that I don't have to be in that situation again. And then the next job, it's two years. So two years of working for someone else, learning all that I can, spending time with people on all levels of the business just so I could. I didn't realize I was doing it then, but I just did it out of a curiosity and interest and sort of a boredom, right? And then the time shortened and my last job, my last job, right, which I finally sort of quit completely, uh, it was one year. I was there one year and I tested out loads of stuff and I did loads of stuff and then I was like, Oh, it makes me really uncomfortable to be in a sales meeting with someone whose values I don't share, you know? And, and the kind of fire within my belly going, I mean, like, if I could change so much of the rest of my life, why can't I change this bit? Like, people do it all the time. So you kind of get hooked on the dream state of it. Like, what if I could be my own boss? How exciting would it be to have lo no limitations on what I get to test and what I get to do, right? But people... I've learned this so many times. <laughs> Have I learned it if it keeps coming up? Who's to say? With great freedom comes great responsibility. We've all heard that saying, but my God, do you feel it when you <laughs> get a divorce, go live on your own with, you know, you guys know my situation, and quit your job, and all the structures and constraints and boundaries that other people might impose on you, you go, fuck that shit, I'm gonna set my own. Or, no, 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 fuck that shit. I don't want any because I just want to be free. I just want this freedom. I just want to do my own thing, right? But with freedom comes responsibility. And if you do not have the capability of setting your own boundaries and figuring out what those are and keeping true to yourself and honest and self-aware, well, you're going to struggle. And I say that saying that you don't have a blueprint for something you've never done. Okay, I just got wolf whistled. Should I just sidestep into... <laughs> oh my God. Should I sidestep into a feminist rant about white van men and how they shouldn't honk their... Oh, whatever. Oh my God. But it's very funny how this is me hustling in a way because I've been... I have, I've had a few days away from my desk doing uh, running training and even taking some time off. It's been a bank holiday. And I have been 
at my desk for quite a number of hours just catching up. I feel like I've been super productive. And rather than just go, I need a little bit of headspace, I need to go for a walk because it's a beautiful day, I'd had this chat with this, this, this kid that I used to mentor and um, I thought, me, the only way I could, <laughs> I could allow myself to go for a walk is if I also multitasked and recorded something while I had the inspiration to think about <laughs> energy and all the rest of it. I can't believe someone just honked at me. Hilarious. Anyway. Anyway, I'm trying not to sidestep into any kind of fem feminist rant about that sort of thing. So as I multitask and record something, I can tell like the, the pace of my voice is very different from my last rant when I had just come off of kind of a mountain in Switzerland and was like just going, am I enough without my work? And balance, like there, there's so much more than our tunnel vision of work, right? There's, there's more to us that we're, we're, we're about more. And also, we can achieve so much more in our daily lives than we think we can. When we think we're depleted of energy and like, oh, I've done enough today, like, have you? If you actually pulled into your inner resources that can push you down that next 10%, the next 20%, like, we're all capable of so much more. And yes, we need to, to, to sort of actively recover we need to rest, we certainly need sleep, we need to hydrate, we need to do all of these things. We even need, dare I say, perspective and distance and taking whole weeks or months off to see the world and nourish ourselves and allow ourselves to learn from different perspectives. Because if we're only ever looking from one perspective, we do lose our creativity and the excitement and the reason why we might set out into this line of work in the first place. But first, I just want to reiterate the, the dark times. You know, I want to reiterate the hustle and the entrepreneurship stuff when it looks shiny on the outside. And I know people say this, but then when you're in it yourself, you kind of think nobody else gets it or nobody else has the level of self-doubt or is, is, you know, freaking out and thinking, what the hell have I done in, in quitting my job, you know? And we all have it, the, the, the dips are normal. And I would say, a year ago. I mean, it was, a, it was months that it felt like a struggle and it felt like I was questioning everything. And like, I wasn't sure if, I was like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. The, the, these, were, the, these were serious thoughts. And I never let those feelings stop me from putting in the time. I never let those feelings stop me from putting in the time. So the next day I was up early, I got my coffee, because coffee people, <laughs> and I got to work, and I hustled, and if I didn't know what, what to do, I asked people questions, and I connected on LinkedIn, and I met for coffees with, with people, and I just tried to add value to their life. I tried to support their mental health. Like, one of, one of the best things to connect people with, I would just get real and say, I w it was not a business meeting. I would just be like, you know, how do you look after your mental health? And it was deep, authentic curiosity for how they might do that because I knew I would learn. And ultimately, this would lead to connection and this would lead to them saying, you know, what, what, how about we collaborate? What about this project? I'd love you to come into my team or, and do some training or can you coach me or this sort of thing. But it's a slow burn at first. And so no matter how I was feeling, I would still show up. And I want to say, 
can't put a percentage on it, but there, I'm sure there were days where I stared into space a little bit long or I just, you know, there was a lot of tears. I'm not gonna lie, people. There were some tears. There was tears of loneliness. There was release tears of, of kind of stress. There was like, for fuck's sake, what am I doing tears? There was a whole array. If there was every version of tears, I probably cried them. So it feels like, I just want people to know that no matter how something seems, like people don't actually understand that the, the 18 months leading up to this point, but equally the 10 years of learning and side hustles. I started the podcast when I was in my last job as a kind of evening, you know, side curiosity thing, not knowing where it would lead. And it's been so exciting, like for no, no business reasons, uh, even though it's, it's been leading to business recently, because people have, have been able to see who I am, I guess, and how I show up in the world. And if that resonates with them, then they, they, it has led to business, which is amazing. But back when I was in a slightly frustrating job and just wanted to kind of dream that I could also do something similar to people I admired and people I listened to. I mean, it was a dream. And I remember the meltdown that I had before I put my first, published my first episode going, God, I don't know, like the editing, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was doing all aspects of it and just thinking, who am I? Who do I think I am? And so this is the difference. I have all the same thoughts as everyone else. Who do I think I am? Am I enough? Is this worth doing? Is this just gonna bomb in my face? And crucially, am I gonna feel rejected and so embarrassed that I'm never gonna be able to come out of my house again? Like, I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think those thoughts are universal. Um, the difference between, I guess, achievers and people who just keep the dream in their mind is that those thoughts don't dictate our actions. So especially if I was physically exhausted because I'd been pushing myself in lots of different ways, like the end of the day, if I was on my own, was kind of a torture zone of like, all right, I've put in all the hustle and now I'm too tired to, to think or even look at a screen or do anything. And this is when the loneliness or the stress or anything that was building up was now gonna release and put itself out there. Those times are dark. They're pretty painful because I was also building, you know, a life post-divorce and, and trying to figure out the rules of how, you know, just ask myself the questions of how I wanted to live. So those were dark times, but again, it never dictated the action. And in a way, I guess some of the action was an escape from some of those tough feelings. Like it allowed me to focus my attention onto something that I felt was purposeful and not fall apart, you know? And I'm like, I've been in the depressed place where I've sat there in self-pity and wallowed on how tough it is and how hard and if you, you know, and, and blamed people and blamed all sorts of shit, right? And so I guess the impact of that has been that I refuse to sit with self-pity. And if something kind of bombs and doesn't go well, I still refuse to sit in self-pity. And that's not to say that I won't have a cry and eat way too much chocolate and, you know, get lost in a, in a box set for a little bit. But it does mean that those feelings or thoughts even don't have to dictate what I do. And then I do, I do have little tricks and I guess everybody has little productivity hacks to actually make them do the thing. And there's something for me in the process of list writing by hand 
And yes, I've got the Trellos and the apps and the things that help me share task lists, especially now that I've got an assistant and an editor and different people that, that I sort of outsource to. But for me, there's something in the process of physically writing the list that allows me to simplify my thoughts. Simplify my thoughts on this piece of paper as far as the projects and the things that are important to do. And so some of my tricks, if I'm tired, my eyes are stinging a bit, I'm putting my glasses on, I'm hydrating, staring at my screen going, fuck, it's still, I still got 10 things on it. And I might think, I can only finish this thing, man, that's all I can do. And I'll just say, all right, if I could just finish three things, how would I feel by 10 o'clock when I do put the television on? How am I gonna feel after I've done three things? And I'll just go for a little minute, just be like, fuck, I'll be like, I don't have to do those things tomorrow and it's gonna feel great. I will have zero guilt about turning on some shitty TV, right? Or some great TV, but yes, you know. And so that's a great one that works for me because you can always do 20% more than you think you can. And ultimately, I'll do those three things and then I'll sit down and be like, fuck, I've earned this, right? I deserve this. So, so there's, there's something about hacking how you're gonna feel afterwards. And I know the to-do list never ends, so I can't be like, oh, when I finish this to-do list, I will have won and I will be finished. In my mind, it doesn't work that way. It works about how do I wanna feel at the end of the day or at the end of a morning or whatever arbitrary time is in front of me. I'd be, be like, I'm gonna feel great if these things happen. Or what I've been doing recently is giving myself that balance, giving myself that cutoff time. So the other day I was like, I will not work past 5.30. This is what normal people do. They go to an office, they work, they end, and then they do other things. So I was like, I will not work past 5.30, but my God, the output between two and 5.30 was unreal. <laughs> Cause I was like, well, I'm gonna stop then. So <laughs> I've got to, and I had a particular larger task, which is an online program kind of workbook that I've, I, I want to finish. So it wasn't massive. I guess mental work, it was more tedious and just had to um, continue. And so, and then I had uh, some accountability. So I was like, I was going to text a friend by the time I finished and just be like, yay, win, high fives, right? And it was funny. I, I was like, working, 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 5.30, boom, closed my laptop, shut it down, texted my friend and was like, done, laptop closed, evidence picture, cool. And he called me straight away and was like, oh, how does that feel? Well done, oh, you stopped and all that stuff. And then I had a, and then a call came in, like a work call. And I just went, I'm really, 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 really sorry. I just have to take this work call, just give me one minute. <laughs> and, he, and he was laughing. <laughs> so the work call did require me to turn my laptop back on, I'm sorry. But at the end of that work call, <laughs> um, I guess some people are more ruthless and would be like, I will not pick up my phone because I have made this decision and you are stronger than me, people. You are stronger than me. But <laughs> I hope that also shows that any of us are just testing this shit out and seeing what works for me, what, what, what works for us. I also try and do the harder thing in the morning because my brain's uh, more switched on. So if I've got uh, you know, a proposal or, or something that's a little bit more brain intensive, I'll put it at the top of my list because I'll just be like, I gotta, you know, I gotta do that stuff. Because I know that my brain's sharper then and it's gonna be tougher at three o'clock to do that piece of work. And it's gonna be like haunting my to-do list. It's gonna be haunting my to-do list. And, and I've learned the hard way because I've saved the hard task for last and struggled 
and I had to just do it, sit in front of my laptop twice as long, just staring at that screen, slowly hating myself, you know? But now I don't, I hate myself less, which is a beautiful thing. I love myself so much. And I have more, I have nurtured more compassion for myself. And I do know that there's, you know, an amount of hours, an amount of intense tasks versus tedious tasks versus connecting with people type tasks that I'm capable of in any given day. And if I'm honest, I have loved my downtime. I spent Bank Holiday Monday literally doing nothing. I hung out with an amazing human and just walked along the seaside and, and, and I guilt-free fully 100% enjoyed that space and I don't think I would have been capable of that a little while ago. And so that's the difference for me is be fully present. I have chosen to take this bank holiday Monday. I have chosen to switch off on this Sunday. Yeah, I'd probably still work a six day week rather than, but I love my work so it doesn't feel like work, but I definitely hustle in some way, shape or form six days a week. Uh, and I choose to do that. And it's not saying that this is a right way or a wrong way, but I guess if you want to build momentum, you know, whatever your choice is, I'm trying not to be too linear or prescriptive or, or, or like preachy about going, if you, you know, if you, if, you, if, you want, if you want to get the outcome, then you've got to put the time in. But, you know, there's a cause and effect equation for a reason. Cause, effect. What, and I love how Gary Vee talks about auditing your leisure time. Like, how do you choose to spend your time? And I did this not too long ago as a refresh to go, let me look at my calendar. And, and I noticed that quite a bit of time was actually spent on like, yeah, great, it would be so great to meet for coffee and let's just hang. And I was like, ooh, am I networking or am I hanging? Am I relationship building or am I chilling? Like, uh, and there, there's a fine line and I love um, some networking and relationship building because I'm often learning from people that are much more amazing than me and who do amazing things that are, you know, out of my scope of work and so I get to learn. And that's cool, it's like active, active chilling, right? <laughs> that's, that's my new thing, it's active chilling and active recovery. When I, when I was hiking and kayaking, I realized what I was missing out on in the world and I realized that I'm an active recovery person. But not always, if I'm to the point of exhaustion, of course I love to just sit and watch a movie and, and, and chill, but, but what, what rejuvenates me from downtime, as it were, is this idea which I quite like the sound of and the feeling of, which is active recovery. And so climbing, doing some hiking, doing the kayaking, doing the active physical pursuits. Oh, they're just so good. Can't believe I just haven't been doing this stuff. The, the personal training that I do, which is, um, you know, kickboxing and uh, weightlifting and deadlifting, like shit like that, that I haven't given myself permission to do because I was afraid that if I stopped hustling, I would lose, I would just lose, full stop, but lose momentum, need to get a job, <laughs> be a normal human, right? So, but I don't wanna be led by fear, and I think that's the difference, that's what I'm learning. But I also wanna fully accept who I am and not apologize for the fact that I like active recovery rather than, you know, just stopping for the sake of it. It fills me with joy when I can see things from a new perspective and learn from other people, you know? Uh, but I've been missing out. I bet there's a whole world out there of experiences and places that I can learn that I've almost shut down and said, and, and sort of told myself internally, like, not now, not now, not now. 
And I think that's okay. And I think we just need the self-awareness to reflect on when phases change over, you know, when phases change over. So, and the way we can tell that the tools that we've used just aren't gonna be effective or efficient enough to get to the next phase is we're getting too busy. So, so, so much of our time is, is filled up and often we get physical symptoms, you know, so physical symptoms of, of irritation, of, of stress, of our communication skills being more frustrated and slow and different. You'll know the, I mean, physical symptoms mean so many things, but it's personal to you. So mine might be different than yours. I'll get heart palpitations. My skin will start breaking out. Just little things that, you know, I'm, I'm not in the, the space of flow and joy anymore. Instead, I'm in a place of, of forcing things and trying to push to the next level, but I'm using the wrong tools. So the direction might be fine, the, uh, the map, where you're headed, the intuition might even be fine, but the tools need to switch up a little bit. And so whether it's an external coach, whether it's just radical self-awareness yourself or chatting with a friend, like recently, all of my stuff about balance and, and the, the musings that I've been done on relationship even is like, oh, actually the tools of hustle that I've been using, I wanna adapt those a little bit because my life where it was totally fulfilled being all about work, it's not totally fulfilled in that realm anymore. And so I've been dating someone, I've been just traveled a little bit more when opportunities have come up to get out of London or to do something different. I, I used to say no to them. I used to, I used to say, so, and, and maybe that was, I think it came from a bit of a fear place, but I would certainly say no. And yeah, like, no, I gotta, I gotta hustle. There was an intuition there. There's probably a bit of, positive and negative, but, but in a way I don't care. It's yin and yang and, and we learned from it and I needed to get my head down. Now there's a little bit more space. And I mean that metaphorically, just like it's a bit more brain space, a bit more space to, that, that I want to breathe. And so my tools need to be different. And my tools and where I get my inspiration and what I say no to and how I outsource, my boundaries need to shift. And so putting little marker points for yourself in place when you're on this journey can be really good. And, and they can be different sort of timelines. So it could be that you set something in your diary quarterly, for example, as a bit of a review about where you're headed and whether the tools that you've been using are as effective as they used to be. And, but, that, but it takes radical self-awareness to know what those tools have been, what your purpose is, what your direction is, what is, you know, are you on an ego trip of like, showing people how successful you are because I mean like what's the point of that um, are you being as authentic and true to yourself both internally in your own life and then leading and using that leading by example is what I was going to say to communicate what that is to your world right your business world your online communities are you being the fullest version of yourself we can kind of get fooled when our tools have run out and the message that we used to say it was authentic six months ago and now it isn't authentic anymore because actually things have changed but we're still driving hard in a certain direction so self-awareness people and i guess i've just been trying to share some of that journey with you so when i get a new piece of information whether it's to do whether you're, it's a new piece of information whether it's to do with balance like ooh, do i need to question that are there some tools there that i should actually incorporate that would give me my best life and I say that meaning the right type of challenge the right type of fulfillment 
the right type of push, adrenaline, but equally the right kind of internal peace. Peace, that's the one. So alignment, that you are on the path that's right for you, that you are creating the space that is gonna match your business needs, your personal needs, your relationship needs, and build up to the life you want. And so I guess the question that I'm asking myself uh, over the last sort of weeks and months is, let me re-ask that question, what do I want, right? And, I, and I've said this recently in, in one of the Balance podcasts was, was thinking, what is the life that I want outside of work? Right, so let me, look, let me just look that bare face in the eye and see and ask myself that question. And I've missed the hustle. I love it, it's part of who I am. I'm not, you know, I'm not ashamed of it. I wanna work lots of hours and when I do work, I want them to be meaningful work. Um, I wanna work hard, I wanna create something. Sorry, I'm on a road again, people. So I gotta get back, so I got an appointment in 15 minutes. What's the life that you wanna create? There's no shame. There's no shame in hustle. There's no shame in getting your walk and multitasking. We absolutely can build the things that we want, but yes, there's a cause and effect. And it's not just putting in the time for time's sake. Like, it's not just about acting as if you're working, because when you're working for yourself, no, nobody fucking cares, nobody's watching. Nobody's watching you and your, what they call presenteeism, which is showing up, staring at your screen, but not doing anything. Why the fuck would we do that? Like, we don't have to be there from 9 to 5 or 9.30 to 5.30 or whatever the times are. Like, we don't have to show anyone that we're working. There's nobody to impress but ourselves. Nobody to impress but ourselves. And I really want to impress myself. That's the trouble. I, wanna, I guess entrepreneurs, I guess people who love the, the journey, they're, they're more interested in impressing themselves than anyone else. And when work outcomes and the pursuit of something just impresses you. You're like, fuck, I had a good day. I even have no one to high five or really, well, I now have friends and people who I can tell about it. But ultimately, I am only impressing myself. And recently, there's been a bit of momentum, so it was so great to hear from this, this friend that I've I mentored for a little while and, and sort of did some coaching with. To that, that, like, it was nice to hear that his outside view of me was that I was killing it and that I'd built momentum and he was like, it's cool, it looks like you don't even have a down day. And of course I was like, dude, we gotta talk because down days are normal and they happen all the time. So don't worry about that. Don't worry about the thoughts or the feelings. Fuck that shit, doesn't matter what your thoughts or your feelings are. Follow your intuition, so the gut instinct about overall direction and action over thinking anytime because it's through action that we learn go forth people i gotta get back to the hustle there's no shame in it <laughs> have a great day thanks for listening to the adversity to advantage podcast please do subscribe and review on itunes every comment makes a difference we really appreciate hearing from you and please do get in touch through petrabelzebor.com if you're interested in any training, coaching, therapy, or just to join the community and get more information on ways that you can build your own resilience. Until next time.